0: What is up, my friends? Welcome to episode number 20 of the Steve Krebs Show, brought to you by Young Bucks Success Academy. Head on over to ybsuccess.com. Also brought to you by SDA Elite. SDA Elite.com, premier elite marketing company. Young Bucks is for young male entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, business owners who are sick and tired of playing small. So com. So I've been thinking about this a lot lately And because I am mentoring so many younger guys I thought about what I would tell myself what would, If I could jump in the DeLorean, right? Marty McFly style And Doc Brown throws me in the, the DeLorean Marty, right? Throws me in And I can go back to when I was 27 years old 12 years ago, I'm 39 right now, crazy right, 39, I'm almost 40 years old, and go back to when I started my first business, so I started my first business in 2007, I was 27 years old, it was wild, right, my father put his garage, his auto body shop, on the line, so so I could secure my first business loan, and up to that point, I had not proven myself worthy of that act that's just the truth up to that point i had not proven myself worthy whatsoever (laughs) whatsoever so my dad bet on me right that's why if anybody says they're self-made you're full of shit there are hundreds of people that have helped you up to this point so self-made is not a real thing you can accept your hard work you can take take responsibility for the hours that you've put in to create success but you did not do it alone so quit the bullshit self-made is self-serving, selfish horse shit, and there's no such thing. But anyway, I jump in the DeLorean. I can go back to 2007, and I started thinking about what are the things that I wish I could tell myself? What are the things that that I would go back and, and say to myself? Now, the first thing you're thinking, right, is like, you invest in Bitcoin, right, and then get ready to sell it in 2017, you're going to make a fucking killing, right? Or, hey, make sure you buy Amazon stock or Facebook stock or any of the number of other things, right? That, you know, obviously would be the smart thing to do to to make a bunch of money. But that's not what this is about. This is about lessons. This is about, you know, just stuff that I, that, that I feel like everybody should know, and things that I wish I would have known back then. Here's the other piece of this. I'm not wishing away my mistakes. I'm not going to go back and say, hey, don't make this mistake. It's more about just things that maybe I waited too long to move on. And, and I'll give you the list. I think there's something like 30, 30 some odd things that I came up with that I would have. And, and if I put more time into it, I'm sure I could come up with hundreds. Just remember this. Trials and tribulations are what make you strong. Mistakes and failures are what create and provide you with lessons. And the lessons that I learned from getting my ass whooped, the lessons that I learned from from quote unquote failures are the ones that are the most powerful because they stick. They stick. Things that come easy, we don't value. We might think that that's what we want, right? We might say, man, why can't this just be easier? But that's not how the world works. And ultimately, easy comes and goes. Easy come, easy go. A little Dr. Dre reference there for you guys. So let's stop wishing for easy and let's stop wishing away our problems because the problems are where the lessons lie. I just want you guys to understand that today. Don't wish away the stress. Don't wish away the problems. Instead, ask yourself, what am I supposed to learn here? And what action can I take to move out of this feeling of stagnation or feeling down or if your business is down. That's just part of the game. So we're gonna go Marty McFly style back to the future. We're going back to 2007 and we're we're talking to young, no beard, no wrinkles, faux hawk hairdo, about to be a gym owner, Steve Krebs. Single, not married, no girlfriend. Well, maybe I did have a girlfriend at the time. It was like t- the most, t- yeah, actually, you know what? I did have a girlfriend at the time. It was, I won't say her name, but it was the most toxic relationship I've ever had in my life. And I left that off the list. Holy shit. Actually, I'm gonna change the list up right as we go through this. So I was in a relationship that was really bad for me. It was toxic. It was a, It was not good for either one of us. Um, you know, she cheated on me for a long time. I wasn't the greatest to her. I take my ownership over that. We stayed together for some apparent reason. The relationship started in a weird ass place. Should have never started. Right? So it is what it is. And lesson number one is this shit's not going to last and it's okay to be heartbroken. Right? That, That was a hard breakup. I went through some shit you know, drop down to under 190 pounds, man. Like I was just not in a good place mentally or emotionally. And, and this too shall pass is, is something that I would whisper in my ear and, you know, thank the God or thank the universe for unanswered prayers, because this wasn't supposed to work out, man. You know, this isn't supposed to work out. And as I go down the list, you guys will see that, you know, one of the, one of the things that I whisper in my ears, like, you know, you got a a great, the best girl ever coming. So don't, don't beat yourself up or don't allow this to crush you or, or to go so to a dark place because you're, you're, you're addicted and obsessed with a person that's not good for you. And that's part of life. And I think a lot of young men go through that. So you just got to forgive yourself and just remember that it'll all work out. So the number one thing that I would tell myself if I go back is don't sacrifice your health for money, right? A lot of times when you're striving and driving hard in business, man, it's hard to deal with the stress because you've never been through it before. So what I would do is I would party a lot and drink a lot and you know we were out partying, going to clubs and shit and taking fucking pills and doing molly and ecstasy and shit. And although it was fun, it became... The only way I knew how to deal with stress, striving for more, right? More money, more security. So I would just say, Steve, like, listen, don't sacrifice your health for money. You you gotta rest. You gotta find a positive and proactive way to handle this. Now, obviously, like I said, those those behaviors led to where I'm at today. So I'm not wishing them away, but I also wasted a lot of time. So I, I have to tell myself these things. Next thing I would, I would tell myself, it's okay to let people in. You know, just because you've been hurt doesn't mean everyone is out to hurt you. And you guys might want to write that shit down. Young men shut their hearts down when they're hurt by a girl, man. And a lot of times it happens really young, right? You get attached and you're madly in love and the girl breaks up with you. And it's happened to me a couple times in my life. And I was very, I don't want to say obsessive like making a shrine to people, but I would just get it caught up in the relationship. And... I have a big heart, so I would let people in, maybe the wrong people in, and it was like the end of the world to me. So just because you've been hurt in the past doesn't mean everyone's out to hurt you, and if you close your heart down, you're going to miss the opportunity for the one that's actually there for the right reasons, that's not toxic, that you get along with, and you guys have a wonderful life together, you laugh, times are amazing, and I think this is really important. The next thing is spend more time with your family and less time on your goddamn phone. You know, when you're starting a business and you're in the beginning stages of business, man, it, it's, it takes over your life. And I still battle this. You know, a lot of my coaching, Young Bucks, all of the co- you know, I communicate through Facebook, through our own private network that we have for that group. Um, you know, during the sprint, there's a ton of communication through social media. So it's like, man, it's still a, it's still a struggle, But the key to this one is spend more time with your family and less time on your phone because I created a rift in certain relationships because I didn't know how to communicate, I was stressed out, I was lost, and I was looking for a way to feel important. So I would go over to my brother's house or my mom's house or my dad's house and instead of being present, I would sit on my phone. And I would go on my phone and not not even pay attention and it created some issues. And the crazy part is is then I would I would start going like, "Man, why why doesn't my brother want to hang out with me?" Like, "What what did I do?" And you know, I wanted to point the fingers at everybody else and not realize that it's because I was never present. I was never never had my eyes up. I wasn't paying attention. It was all about me. Next piece is business is like a roller coaster. There'll be ups and downs. And it's scary, it's fucking terrifying. When you're on the high, when you're on the up, man, nothing's better. When you hit a low, you feel scarcity, you shut down. You know, I would tell myself, just stop white knuckling the fucking lap bar, like stop holding on so tight that you're not enjoying the journey and learning the lessons because there are lessons to be learned. But the tighter you hold on and try to control the roller coaster, the less you're gonna enjoy the the ride. So put your hands up and just enjoy it, work your ass off, put your head down and go. But understand that like, you can't control everything in life. And sometimes shit doesn't work out for a reason. Learn from it, grow from it, apply it and move on. Next thing I would tell myself is relationships are the key to building a sustainable and successful life. And what I mean by that is, you know, it's not about knowledge, it's not about what you know. It's about who you are and how you connect to other people right? They say your network is your net worth, right? It's, you can look at the people that you hang out with and most likely figure out the, the kind of money you're going to make in your life. And it's not building relationships so you can make money. You know, that's a back, you know, back, what do they say? Ass back, back, bass backwards. <laughs> it's an ass backwards way of building relationships because you're not doing it for the right reasons. You're doing it for uh, what you get in return. And that's corrupt. It's bullshit, But build relationships to build relationships. Do the right thing by people. Reach out and see how you can help other people. Don't do it to see what you can get back. Because karma will kick you right in the end of your dick. I promise you that. <laughs> the next one is don't be a dickhead. Or stop being a dickhead. You know, in that time of my life, I was out for me. I was chasing women. I was dating three, four, five of them at a time. I mean, it was fun. Don't get it twisted. But you know, that shit is shallow, it's hollow. And most likely, you know, once that relationship ended, I was kind of like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do me. And I did. And it was fun. But I also hurt some people in the process. Excuse me. I hurt some people in the process. and, And you know, I don't have many regrets in my life because obviously I learned a lesson, they learned a lesson, but it's, it's never okay as a man to be a a shithead or a scumbag or make girls feel bad. I just don't, I don't believe in that. And although I've done it, you know, I'm not, I'm not guilty or ashamed of it. I just, I just don't feel great about it. And, you know, it's just one of those things that I would tell myself like, Hey, you know, you have sisters, so treat them right. Next one, numbers never lie. In business, the num- in life, the numbers don't lie. Don't avoid them, dig in, know them like the back of your hand. Get clear on what your targets are, but know your KPIs, your key performance indicators. You know, once I got past the point of hiding from my credit card bills and avoiding the numbers, I started carrying an index card in my pocket when I had my gym. that had all of my KPIs on it. Number of clients, you know, current clients number of clients lost, leads, conversions, revenue, expenses. And some people probably think that that's crazy, but guess what? I had to do that. I had to go extreme to get to the point where I knew my numbers to, like, so that I couldn't avoid them. And actually, I fell in love with them. Because once you fall in love with the numbers, you fall in love with the truth. You fall in love with the truth. And when you fall in love with the facts, you live in reality. And when you live in reality, there's no room for bullshit. I tell myself that flashy marketing will never make up for a shitty product or service or something you don't believe in. So in the pursuit of money, you can shine a turd up real nice, but it's still a turd. And you can only sell shit once. And once you lose the trust of customers or potential clients, it's gone forever. So don't sacrifice developing an amazing service or product for the quick buck. Because I've done that, and every time I've done it, it ends up hurting me in the end. Now this is something that I've actually done, but I wanted to share it with you guys, the next piece, because I know it's that important. And it's to save at least 25% of every penny that you make. You'll appreciate the shit out of that. Once you get to my age, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do because you have to be disciplined. And my suggestion is to automate your finances so that it does it no matter what. So right. Think about it. 25%, 25%, 25% of every penny that you make. So for every hundred bucks you make, you put $25 away. There's a book called the richest man in Babylon, and it teaches you to start at 10% then to work your way up most people spend too much money and they blow money. And listen, I have blown money and I've had fun and I've experienced things, traveled VIPs in Vegas and bottle service and all that shit. But when it comes to my money, I've always put away 25% of what I make minimum. And the target is every year to increase that. So I, I would say, go back and tell myself, yes, you're doing the right thing by putting that money away. Make investments, save your money, invest back into your business and yourself. You are the asset. Next piece I would whisper in my ears, travel more and stress less. You know, stressing and anxiety and all that shit is something I've battled with my entire life, but it's like sitting in a rocking chair, right? It might feel nice, but it doesn't get you anywhere. And, you know, you can't get time back. So travel and experience more. You know, I've been to Europe, and I've been to Hawaii, and Dominican Republic, and Costa Rica, and all these places, but I would even travel more, and not sit on the resort like normal white people shit, and drink fucking booze, and not actually go and see the culture, because in the beginning, that's what we did, and ultimately, you're not really actually growing from that experience, it's just a you know a week-long booze fest. This next statement is actually a mantra that I teach all of the guys inside of Young Bucks, anybody that I've ever coached, right? because I've suffered from anxiety my entire life. I remember the first time I got it, I was eight or nine. It was before Pop Warner practice because I hated football at that point. Our coaches were rough. They were, you know, to, in this day and age, it, it was borderline child abuse. But anyway, we've, I've talked about that in another podcast. I don't want to keep bringing it up. I faced it, forgiven those guys and move forward. But the mantra is anxiety is simply excitement. My anxiety is simply excitement. It feels the same way, right? Your, your pulse goes up, you start sweating you're excitable. Your anxiety is simply your excitement. Just remember that shit. Next one is happiness isn't a destination. Right, happiness is right there. It, you are, you are, it's a part of you. The problem is, is that most people don't understand. I almost compare it to you know, a butterfly sitting on the end of your nose. It's so close to your eyes, you can't actually see it. And that's what happiness is. It's always there. You just have to give yourself permission to access that shit. There's no thing that you're gonna buy or person that you're gonna find that's gonna make you happy. You have to be happy on your own first. Which is why after that toxic relationship, I took a long time where I just worked on myself. And I wouldn't trade that for anything. So it leads right into the next one. There's no amount of money that will make you content. There is no amount of money where you're gonna step back and you'll be like, I'm good. It's like the bench press in high school. The more you bench, the more you're going to want to bench. It's the same idea with money. And as long as you don't become a slave to it, as long as you don't become addicted to it, then you realize what money is and that it's a tool. It's, it, it's a means that allows you freedom and security, right? It's not the end all be all. It's not your God. It's not going to solve all your problems, but it will solve some. Next one is to show appreciation, affection, and attention to yourself and the people that you love every day. Show is the key word, not tell, show consistent affection, attention, and appreciation to yourself and others. Self-care. You know, the next one is, is, you know, it hits me in the heartstrings a little bit, man. It's, it's, you know, it, and I can't go back, but I, if I didn't whisper this in my own ear, I'd be bullshitting. And it's to spend more time with my grandfather. We called him Pop. And uh, he passed away three days after I got engaged to my wife. And I was not in town. I was in Key West. We got engaged down there. And then I I had a mastermind. And, man. You know, I don't feel regretful or guilty about it. Because he knows I love them. And I still do. I think about him every day, but I don't think I realized how much like him I was until he was gone. And you can't buy time back and you can't buy time back with the people that you love. And that guy was amazing. He had the biggest funeral I've ever seen. Calling hours, the line was like hours long for people to get through. And that's the effect he had on people. And he was a shithead, man. I could tell you, I could do a whole podcast on that guy. He was hilarious. Wasn't happy unless he was breaking balls. And every time I walked into my grandparents' door, the first thing would ask me is, where's Bree? You know, that's my wife now, Bree. And, And I will never forget that. He loved the shit out of her. And that's how I knew she was the right one. And my pop was a coach. And so am I. And it's crazy to think about that. He started Little League in our town. And the baseball field in town is named after him. And it's, you know, it's a small town. But guess what? It's home. Which leads to the next thing I would tell myself, which is make sure you enjoy the journey because 10 years goes by quick as shit, specifically from like your late 20s to your late 30s. I mean, and I know it's going to speed up. You know, if it doesn't matter in, in five years, it doesn't matter in five minutes. And, you know, try to fuck enjoy the journey. Give yourself a chance to just be present in the moment and stop worrying about what's coming you know, and it leads to the next one, right? Clients are going to come and go. Stop taking it so personally. I, I know it's tough. If you're in a business that serves people, when somebody leaves, it's hard not to take that shit personally. It's hard not to, to take it on the chin and feel horrible and feel heartbroken like somebody's breaking up with you. It's okay to feel that, but, but realistically, like it, it's not personal. And there is a lifetime, there's a life cycle of clients and it's okay for them to move on. You just have to make sure that you're marketing your ass off so that you have sustainable leads coming in so that you can bring new people in and help more people. Next one is one of the most important ones for me, and it's open your heart and be vulnerable, right? And most of my life, I thought that was a weakness. You know, don't show weakness, don't show emotion, don't cry. And it almost fucking killed me. You know, I was stuffing all of my emotions. I suppressed them so much, I would never cry. So I had to like force myself into emotion. So I'll go and watch Marley and Me. For some reason, that movie just, uh, to this day, I'll I'll blat like a fucking two-year-old. It just hits my my heart in a certain way. So if I don't cry, I'll force myself to, I'll go sit in the room, turn something on that I know is gonna make me emotional and it'll help. Now I'm wide open. I can watch a, a video on Facebook of like a puppy snuggling a baby and I'm crying. And that's a gift. So listen, if you're a young dude and you're scared to show emotion, cut that shit out. It doesn't make you weak. It makes you strong. It does. Just don't stay there all the time. You also have to do work. You, have to, you also have to be tough sometimes. But don't, the next one is don't hold back. Don't hold back on putting yourself out there. Don't hold back on following your gut and trusting your gut and building a business or a life that you really want. Other people are going to doubt you. Don't let their doubt affect your certainty. You know, I've outkicked my coverage in life across the board. I don't think anybody thought I was going to do what I've done. And I, I feel like I'm just getting started. At the end of the day, don't let anybody, fuck, anybody else's doubt stop you. And it comes to the next one, which is when you feel down, look for the lesson inside of it. If you're getting your ass kicked, look for the lesson inside of it. Extract the lesson and then Move. Right? You can make all the vision boards in the world, but guess what? That shit's not going to actually get you results. Make the vision board and then be strategic and then set the fucking steps, the plan, and then take action. It's that simple. You know, I've already talked about this, but I would tell myself to treat your body better. You know, Less booze, less partying, and more self-care, more massage, more rest, more walks in nature. You know, Anxiety is something that can be controlled if you realize that it's just a thought. And I had anxiety so bad that I would get anxiety about getting anxiety. And it just stuck in this cycle. And it's funny because the next thing I would tell myself is everything works out. Like seriously, it always does. Like everything works out. So even if you're going through a tough time, just believe. Just believe and then do what's required. Take action. You cannot, there's only one way out of scarcity, out of sadness, out of depression, out of anxiety. And that's to move, to take action. I promise you. But there's also the next piece, which is don't try to force shit to work that you know won't because of the money or because of the ego. Because time is your most valuable resource. And I know that sounds like some woo-woo, you know, nipple, crystal rub bullshit, but it's true. You can't buy more, you can't create more, and you can't get it back. I'll tell myself to give more. You know, I've always done charity boot camps and I've always, you know, bought toys for Toys for Tots and turkeys for the local, you know, rescue mission and all that stuff, but give more, give more, give more, give more, and when you do fuck up, take ownerships over your mistakes. Don't point fingers. It literally steals your power. When you point fingers at everybody else and you don't, you know, gobble up your end of the stick or your fucking responsibility, it is detrimental to your success, The next piece is don't hold other people back because you're afraid they'll pass you by. That's some weak-ass bullshit. And it's driven by ego, and it's weak. Next thing I would say is no matter what, no matter where you're at, no matter where you're at mentally, have fun every day, no matter what. Find a time where you can have fun. The next two are some of the most important things that I'm going to teach you guys. Well, the the second one's the most important to me, and it's what I would tell myself, but... This one, the next one is hire coaches and mentors as much as possible. It's the key to your growth. And I've always done that. I've always done that. And, I'm, and I feel very fortunate that I trusted my gut because there were times that I hired coaches and mentors that I had to put it on a credit card because I couldn't afford it. I've been to seminars and events and a million different things and probably spent three, $400,000 up to this point on that shit. And, I, and it's the best thing that I've ever done. The last thing that I would whisper to myself is, don't stress, man. I know you just went through shit with this other girl, but you're about to meet a girl named Bree, and you better not fuck that one up. And thankfully for myself, I didn't, and that's my wife, and we have one of the greatest relationships of all time. She's my partner in crime. We fight side by side through all the shit, whether it's business or stress or anxiety, and she's got my back. She's a ride or die, and man, I I feel so blessed. I also feel blessed that you're here listening to this. You know, the fact that I can impact and influence other people with my lessons is very important to me, and it's why I launched Young Bucks in the first place. We took 44 guys through the program absolutely free, and now it's only $2.25 a day. It's a 30-day sprint. It's, it's $67 to come in and be a part of a team again. And to help you get out of your own way, regardless if you feel like you're in the shit pit or if you're in a great place. This thing, this sprint unlocks some shit. And then the Young Buck Success Academy after it is something that I'm very fucking proud of. I'm creating a movement and I've never been more passionate about anything in my life. So if you're a young man from 21 to 38 or if you know someone that should be a part of this, go to YBSuccess.com. Go through the funnel. Apply. Secure your spot. The next one starts January 7th. And those are the lessons that I would teach myself if I could go back. I'm sure there's a thousand more. But I hope you guys found value in this. Here's the biggest piece. Don't just sit here and take information in. Learn from my mistakes. Learn from my lessons and apply that shit. I hope you guys found this valuable. And if you did, please make sure you go share it with people that need to hear it. Also, go to iTunes and give me a review. You know, let me know how you feel about the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. Thank you guys for tuning in. That was episode number 20. And we'll see you soon.